2: So who's fathering you today? Who's fathering you today? Here's another question, guys, maybe even a better question. Who are you letting father you today? That's the question that we're going to pose and what we're going to be talking about today. Welcome into this day's version of the Masculine Journey radio show. We're glad you're here. I'm Dennis Breeden, kind of sitting in for Sam Maine this afternoon. Uh, but Sam is with us. Sam, hello. Hello there.
0: How are you guys doing?
2: You sound like you're on a phone or in a garbage can or something. Where are you?
0: Uh, on a phone in a garbage can,
2: You guessed it. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you with us. We also have Mr. Vinny with us today. Hello, Vinny.
3: Hey, how are you doing? We're doing great. It's good to see you. And Al? I would rather be in the studio than taking that vow of poverty that uh, Sam has done. I understand. Al, you heard the questions
2: I posed when we started out the show. Now, there's some guy sitting out there that's 50-plus years old, kind of like me. And me. Going, and you. going And me. And <laughs> me and Vinny. <laughs> Vinny could go a couple of more pluses here. So couple it's grumpy old men.
3: This, this is grumpy old men night. There you go. But there's some, there's some guys
2: sitting out there listening to us right now, probably some woman sitting out there listening to us right now going, uh, uh, what are you talking about who's fathering me? My father hasn't been around for a long time. Or my father has passed away. Uh, I never had a relationship with my father. I'm a grown man or a grown woman. What do you mean who's fathering me today? And, and furthermore, as I start to get a little defensive listening to you on the show, what are you talking about who's letting you father me? What do you mean who's letting me father me today? Al, what are we trying to talk about here? Because I'm not getting
3: it. We're talking about God. Okay. And in every person's life, there is a guide a father who walks us along our journey. And there are different men that walk in our lives. They come into our lives and they guide us through certain things. Like it could be a football coach. It could be a teacher. It could be, um, a, a a great friend. Um, it could be a mentor, Mm -hmm. but they guide us through, but there's only one real father and that's our father in heaven. Now, all of these people bring us to a place (laughs) to where we finally try to surrender and let him father us. That's the ultimate goal. Okay. But what we're talking about now is the heart of the father. And do we trust the heart of the father or in the one who's trying to lead us? And Mm -hmm. if it's not the father, well then who's leading us?
2: Sam, I'm going to pose this question to you. There's someone out there listening right now that doesn't believe in God. So we're talking about being fathered. Where do we go with that?
0: Well, I think it's, where are you getting your direction? Where are you getting your barometer of what the success looks like or how have I arrived? You know, if you're letting the world set the stage of what it looks like to be a man or what it looks like to be a woman or to be a dad or a mom or whatever that role that you play or the multiple roles you play, you're letting the world father you, Mm -hmm. which we know this world is a product of a, it's a fallen world and uh, the father, of the fallen world is is the enemy. It's Satan himself.
2: Right, Vinny. You're looking like you're you're looking very pensive there, like you're in thought. What do you have to share with us about this?
4: Uh, I'm just thinking here. Of course, we have the father, which we all know who that is, whom we all know who that is. But I just thought of a commercial that I've been watching. You know, we talked that just before we got on the air here. How old do you have to be to be a father? Yeah. Well, this is commercial that's on TV. Possibly, you guys have seen it, and the audience. It's about an investment uh, company, and the dad is walking with his five-year-old son coming home, and he keeps on. The son keeps asking him. He says, "How much money does he make?" And, they, and the father just looked. I don't know. Uh, Asked him a couple questions, uh, and it always comes up as. I don't know. And at the end, the father walking up the steps of his house looks uh, confused. Here's my kid telling me that, you know, I'm doing something that's not right. I don't know what I'm doing with my money. Mm -hmm. That's just an example. I'm bringing it up just so a five-year-old could be your father at a certain point uh, in your life or day. Mm -hmm. You just never know, as we have over here. You know, I'm the sage supposed to be, and well, I am because I'm old, and we all know that. They keep telling you that, but uh, you know, you guys are fathers to me, mm. and you know, and you're all younger than my children, so I don't think age has anything to do with being a father. Yeah. It's Good where point. it's coming from.
2: Good point. As you know, we like to use movie clips to illustrate some of the points that we're talking about one of those is The End of Days. And now, why don't you set this clip up for us? Well,
3: and, and I'll preface this by saying this isn't necessarily a movie we recommend. There, there's some strong language and um, just probably not the best, well, definitely not the best family movie. But there's a scene in this that paints a, a picture. And Arnold Schwarzenegger um, was a, in law enforcement. He had to testify and um, in a court. And the people he was testifying against said, hey, you know, something bad's going to happen to you if you testify. Well, sure enough, they come in and they kill his wife and his son, mm-hmm. or his wife and his child. And in this it, that happened long ago. Now, in this scene that we're about to hear, the devil is talking to Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to turn the the blame on God, and he's trying to question the heart of the father.
5: It wasn't your fault.
3: It wasn't there. Oh, you just,
5: you were out doing your job. Oh, look at you, torn apart by guilt. You didn't do anything wrong. You're an honest cop. You didn't take money. You had to testify against
2: them even after they threatened your family. Most people would never testify against those guys. They're not like you. You had to do the right thing. And where was God? Hmm? He could have stopped it, but he
5: didn't. He, and then he made you feel guilty. Me, I don't do guilt. I didn't do what happened here. He did.
2: Wow. So, Sam, I'm hearing some voices here from this clip. Where are those voices coming from?
0: Oh, they're definitely coming from the enemy. You know, earlier in this movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger has lived his life since his family died, as you could imagine, you know, very, very broken and blaming himself. You know, why did I do that? Why did I put my family at risk, you know, trying to do the right thing? And so he's lived in that condemnation, and the the enemy wants to get even more from him. Mm Mm-hmm. And comes after him and you know tries to play the whole platitude thing of well it's really not your fault which you know at the end of the day it wasn't mm-hmm. but you know it, it's god's fault so now if you can turn him away from the heart of the place where you can really find life then he really gets him solidified in that hole
3: and this really goes uh straight from the playbook of adam and eve because what does satan do to eve you know is it true that you can't eat of any tree in the garden? Oh, no, it's just the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Well, you know why? Because if you eat of that tree, you'll be like God. And he doesn't want that. Mm-hmm. And so right away, she's thinking, what? God's cheating me? He's taking away from me something that I should rightfully have? And we see, and Adam's just sitting there watching and thinking, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. He does nothing.
2: So where do, we, where do we get to the point where we... You know, I've heard for years, that, uh, Sam, that that inner voice within ourselves is is us. It's our conscience. Uh, but we're saying here that that can actually be coming from the enemy. Where, where does that start, and h- how do we get to this point?
0: Well, I think part of it is if you just sit and listen to what you're hearing, at least for me, mm-hmm. rarely do I say the statement, you know, I'm an idiot. It'll be the statement that you're an idiot, meaning myself. And I started thinking about that, saying, you know, I'm not, you know, an NBA star and talking to a third person here. That's not how I am. Mm -hmm. You know, and so where's that coming from? That's coming from outside me. And it's just something I'm hearing and I'm believing to be from me. You know, and the thing the enemy likes to use is he likes to use little shreds of truth. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I do some really stupid things, you know, and he would classify in that range a little bit. But when it's all said and done, that's not who I am. He just wants me to believe that. And so when I get conditioned and I make these agreements, then he just keeps heaping on on top of that, burying you under this this pile of half-truths, and then moves on to lies, trying to take away your heart, and then again, the heart of the Father from you.
3: You know, that speaks to um, early in my life, especially before I came to Christ. When I was fathered by Satan, I was down on myself. I had no confidence. You know, I was so worried about what everybody thought about me. And so I just—that's when I go into the posing mode, or I did. And you know, I'm listening. I'm being fathered by Satan. That mm-hmm. this person's bad. This person's bad. But this person who really is bad for me, he says, "Oh, that person's good for you." And I'm just—I'm f- walking down a path uh, where I get involved with the wrong crowd, doing the wrong things, believing all these lies, and I'm duped because I think it's the truth. Yeah. The and then when you get fathered by God. It's a, it's a whole reversal. You know, he leads you to what's best for you. It's not always easy. The, the enemy tries to tell you that this is easier and better and will make you happier. Uh, the father doesn't do that. He says, this is what's
4: best for you, and this is how you're going to grow.
2: Benny, mm-hmm. you look like you had something uh, to share with us.
4: But I, it seems like uh, Al has been listening to everything that I've been saying for the last six months. <laughs> <Because> it, <laughs> I mean, he just told my whole story. You know, I mean, and there it is. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of repetitive, but that's what happened to me. I listened to the wrong people, Mm -hmm. did the wrong things, and then I was finally fathered by God. And as I've said so many times, and I guess some people won't believe me, but I know my band of brothers believe me. I saw God at the worst time in my life, and he fathered me from that moment on. Uh, So, Al, I'm glad you've been listening to me. I have and, Father uh, Vinny. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it.
2: It's interesting because uh, our producer, Brian Howard and I were talking earlier before we started the show today about those wounds that can come to us quite early in our lives, and we start to believe those lies, uh, and we start to believe that, that and, and Sam was talking about this too, that uh, those lies telling us we're stupid, we're fat, we're a crybaby, you know we're selfish, we're ugly, we're dumb, those things from our childhood that we can remember that carry with us. Uh, and I never thought about it until I got around you guys in the context of it. God never took me to that point until I got with you guys in the context of, of Satan speaking those lies to me.
3: To lead you away from the Father.
2: Absolutely right. To lead me away. Well, we're going to talk more. And as a matter of fact, we're going to hear some of those voices when we come back to the Masculine Journey Radio Show. That's what you're listening to right now. We invite you to go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org and check out our podcast or check us out on Facebook at the Masculine Journey Radio. Also going to talk about the Masculine Journey Fantasy Football League coming up and how Sam is not going to have a chance of winning this year. (laughs)
1: Family Adventure this fall, September 5th through the 7th, it's Dove Camp, designed specifically for folks who've long for the fathering to learn how to hunt, or perhaps just don't have a place to go. A camp because we'll be intense and that might be intense. A family adventure because the hunting is just a small part of this weekend. Like all Masculine Journey events, there'll be tons of food, great talks by both the men and women, naturally with great movie clips, and most of all, Covenant of silence times, specific times set aside for your whole family to hear from God, even a movie Saturday night.
0: Yeah, I think the thing I'm most excited about with the Dove Camp is really learning how to shoot the 12-gauge that I got at Christmas. And so my kids and my wife and I all got guns for Christmas, and it looks like a great opportunity for us to get around some people that that know what they're doing and really help us learn from them.
1: Go register now at Masculine MasculineJourneyRadio.org Individuals $169 or your whole family for just $299. MasculineJourneyRadio.org Under the events page.
0: But the giant's
1: calling out my name and they laugh at me Reminding me of all the times I tried before and failed The giant keeps on telling me
2: So who's the giant that keeps telling you and who's the voice of truth that keeps telling you something different? Those are the voices right there. Welcome back to the Masculine Journey radio show. Al, I want to go right to you on that. Where are those voices coming from, man?
3: That is a great great question when you listen to the father of lies the giant he's going to tell you bad things about yourself he's going to tell you bad things about other people god doesn't do that because you were created in his image and he knows the plans he has for you and he sees what you can become his his job is to get you there sometimes that's like a drill sergeant where yeah you got to do push-ups in the rain you've got to run more miles than you feel like you have to you, you don't pray for patience because he's gonna, he's gonna run you through patience boot camp. Mm-hmm. But the father of lies is gonna say, oh no, it shouldn't be this hard. No, there's an easier way. And look at you, you gotta work on yourself. Like you were saying, I'm fat, I'm, I'm weak, I'm, all these terrible things. Father builds you up, that's his purpose, that's his goal, that, that fellowship with you. You know, that's why a father in the house needs to be a picture of God. We have to be of honor we have to be of integrity we have to lead our children in a path that's not comfortable but that is definitely going to make them stronger when they start walking on their own
2: mm-hmm. sam we were talking about this recently and and we've talked about it on the show before sometimes we can we can share the best when we become vulnerable and we share from our hearts uh and we wanted to share a little bit if we could uh, maybe a recent situation We're 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 either being fathered by God or we're being fathered by Satan, Um, something come to mind for you that you'd like to share today.
0: No. I'm just kidding.
2: (laughs) I I leaped off the chair when you did that. I'm like, oh my goodness.
0: (laughs) Can I I actually make another point first? Would that be okay? Absolutely. Yeah, I think that it comes down to the thing we talk about between the difference between conviction and condemnation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, a loving father speaks truth to his child trying to lead them into freedom. The enemy speaks partial truth or lie trying to lead you into bondage. You know, and so there are going to be times that God is going to come at you and tell you something that may not be pleasant, but it won't be harsh. Mm -hmm. It won't be condemning. It'll just say, you know, that probably wasn't the best thing to do. (laughs) You know, instead of, hey, you know, you blew it, you're an idiot kind of thing. I mean, that's not God. Yeah. yeah, I can never see that in Scripture. But he does come at you with truth, because he is truth, and he is love.
2: Uh, but there are probably some folks out there listening right now that their their father image may include that, you idiot, you stupid, uh, you crybaby, you whatever. So how do we get past that?
0: Well, I think that, you know, you you got to at some point turn to God and say, God, honestly, I need you to father me here. I need to find a way that I can see you the way I need to see you and move past the image of a father I've been given and, and at some point God will probably lead you into some level of forgiveness and he may not that's between you and him but I know that my dad again was a good man but there are some things that God had to have me forgive him from from yeah. his brokenness that let me really walk in a deeper intimacy with the heavenly father yeah.
3: Yeah. no I, I agree completely that my heart has struggled with um, with that and i'm I'm going to pull back because I almost said something I probably shouldn't share
2: okay well i'm going to share something real quick uh, something that I've been battling recently that I didn't recognize at first was was lies coming at me and and you guys know it, particularly Sam uh, how because we talked on the phone on Saturday last Saturday, and I vented quite a bit about it about a job situation I was in, and uh, there was something wrong with everything that was going on didn't realize and as we were preparing for this show it's only been within the last 24 hours or so that god has helped me see that 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 has been satan uh, satan attacking me and telling me you're not good enough to do anything else you're not going to do anything more than what you're doing right now in other words it's a it was a much bigger battle than i saw it as being
3: i can relate i can relate to that wholeheartedly at work you know you do all your homework You know, and I'm a project manager. So as I do all my homework, I prepare for the project, I mitigate every detail. And then I start hearing, what'd you forget? What's going to happen? Think about all the things that are going to make you fail. And I have to stop and say, wait a minute. You know, I prayed before I started this. I've prayed during this. If there was something that was going to happen, Father would reveal it to me. And if he didn't, it was simply because it was a growing experience. Yeah. I take, so I take comfort in the Lord that even if there's something bad that happens, okay, this these are the push-ups in the rain with the drill sergeant yelling at me. You know, not that God's the drill sergeant, but I, I think back to those times in the military where you got it, but you got stronger from
2: it. Yeah. Sam, I'm not going to let you off the hook. Who's been fathering <laughs> you recently?
0: Well, recently I think it, it's more of the heavenly father with the tendency of the, the, the screaming father of lies mm-hmm. that tries to step in and and I would say more days than not, I do better on that. But there's still a struggle because some of those lies have ran so deep in my life. Yeah. And, they're, and they're shred, they have some shreds of truth in them, which for me, I'm a very logical thinker. And so if I can't dismiss this whole thing and I got to accept that part of it's truth, it's hard not accepting it more of it being true. Yeah. You know, I, not a recent situation, but. That's really laid on my heart, just a past situation. I talked a little bit about it last week, but when my daughters were growing up, you know, I kept hearing, you don't know how to handle their them. You're not doing a good job. You don't know how to handle your wife in this situation, that situation, but you do know how to handle work. You know, and after all, it is your responsibility to provide, and you're really doing what you need to be doing. And, and again, there's some shred of truth to that. But the lie that he was getting me on, that I didn't have the eyes to see, was you don't have what it takes, and that sounds pretty familiar. And really, what the damage was done was relationally, for a period of time with my daughters and my and my wife. You know, and that's really what he was after was to try to get that disconnect, and then all of a sudden, wow, now I can blame God for a situation in my life that He's been eroding for years or, or
2: months anyway.
3: You know, that's a great intro for our next clip. Absolutely. Because, you know, in this next clip from Blood Diamond, there is um, a son is kidnapped and he's raised by these mercenaries, these um, guerrilla fighters, and he's trained just to kill. Well, he comes across his father, his father and another man are, are digging and they're accomplishing something. And then the son comes up with a gun and faces him. And the father has to speak to the heart of the son to bring him out of the father of lies bring him away from him
5: dear what are you doing Dia, what are you doing Vandy of the proud mende tribe you are a good boy who loves soccer and school your mother loves you so much She waits by the fire, making plantains and red palm oil stew with your sister yonder. And did you, baby? The cows wait for you And Babu, the wild dog who wants no one but you. Hmm? I know they made you do bad things, but you're not a bad boy. I am your father who loves you and you will come home with me and be my son again.
3: Now, isn't that exactly what the heart of the father is? He wants to pull you out of your sin, sin that that took you away from your innocence. And the father of lies is going to tell you, No. Now, and I'm going to bring up a situation that just happened because Dennis is sitting in the chair tonight, a little glitch with the radio and the father of lies is going to say, what were you thinking? What were you doing? But you know (laughs) what? You know, the truth is you have done a super job in this, this whole, this whole show. I've been impressed with, wow, it's his first time in the big chair. He's got radio background, but what a super job. So tell me, let me ask you a question. Did The father of lies come after you on that one
2: tried to, but then I remembered Sam doing the same thing last week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Yeah. And I thought we're good.
3: See, that's why God had (laughs) Sam do it, because he knew that was going to happen this week. That's right.
4: Sam, let me me ask you a question, Dennis.
3: And that's a great point, because, you know, when something happens, we can harp on it, we can dwell on it, and we can say, oh, you know, I'm so bad, I'm so awful. But what does the father of truth tell you?
2: The Father of Truth tells us that it doesn't matter what we've done. He tells us that it's okay that we made a mistake. I've been reading Wild at Heart again recently, and a couple of things that John Etheridge talks about a lot is, is how he had this driven perfectionist mentality, and I struggle with that all the time. All of the, you know, and, and Satan will want me to go home tonight and, and obsess over the fact that we did what we did here on the clip, but it doesn't matter. It's all good.
3: And that's a great point because worry— and um dwelling on something like that is the waste of a good imagination.
2: That's a good point. Sam? Yes. Add something for us. <laughs> on the clip there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think as you listen to that, what you really get to hear is a father that recognizes he doesn't shy away from the truth. Right? He says, you know, they made you do some bad things. They convinced you of some things to that you thought were true that were not true yeah right and those things did happen but that's not what matters what matters is I'm your father I love you and this is who you really are
3: that true unconditional love and he did it he did it at his own personal risk because his son has been trained as a killer brainwashed holding a gun pointing it right at him and what does he do he doesn't care about himself he goes for the heart of his son
2: Sam, tell us about the Fantasy Football League real quick as we're going out.
0: Absolutely. It's a free league. You just go to the click on the events portion. You'll come down to see Fantasy Football. Click on the picture of the NFL Fantasy Football, and it'll send you to that part of the website that allows you to start getting registered to compete against you know people like me and then beat Dennis. It's going <laughs> to be really easy to beat.
2: The only guy that'll draft Redskins. <laughs> hey, go to the maskingjourneyradio.org, check out the podcast. We'll be continuing discussion with this subject next week as well. We thank you for joining us. God bless you till we meet again.